Listening to Podcast 118, a Hey Arnold re-education where every week two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon Hey Arnold. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Asuncion, and uh, we just recorded another episode, and you're getting well, you're hearing this a week later, but uh, we are kind of warmed up and ready to go. Blood is pumping, and let's let's do this thing. How are how are you, Sean? I'm good. I'm alive. I'm pretty awake I'm now, well. so that's feeling pretty yeah. great. I am halfway through uh, my coffee of the morning. I think the green tea is kicking in on my end, so that's pretty good. It's yeah. no sugar chunk cereal, but it'll do. It's not sugar chunk cereal, which is disgusting. <laughs> anyway, so for sure, for sure, let's just jump right in, my sir, my my friend. This is yeah, my head, my ear kind of hurts from my glasses pressing into my headphones, but it ain't no thing. Mm. Um, so anyway, yeah, before again, quick plugs, check us out on uh, Twitter and Instagram at PC118Pod for our just updates, select teaser clips for the episodes, tangentially related memes slash screen caps slash observations, uh, what have you, just supplemental content overall. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, and Stitcher, primarily maybe on some other platforms soon, but those are kind of the most pervasive ones, so I think you should be fine there. Feel free to follow and subscribe the show. If you like what you hear, go ahead and leave a rating and a review just to help other people find it. So today we're talking about episode eight. Eight, yeah. Episode eight, mm-hmm. part A. That's right. The List. Uh, originally aired November 6, 1996. Written by Joanne Salaber, directed by Mark O'Hare and Larry Likelighter. Arnold, I kind of edited here because uh, I wanted to bury the lead as to the resolution from the wiki. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Sean, as you said, you really like how you really like hearing this blind. So here you go. This one's for you. Thank you. Arnold attempts to do everything on the legendary list for a kid's perfect Saturday. <laughs> Sorry. But all of his plans go horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wrote that on Wikipedia, uh, I thank you. Sucks, Arnold. You, you teed up. So this, like, yeah. Sean, this is going to be, this is a very special episode for, I think, for you validating this for all of the hate, Arnold, that we've been putting out into the universe in these yeah. past few weeks. It, uh, it, a, is, a lot of it comes to fruition. A lot of it comes to fruition here, karmically <laughs> speaking. Oh, my God. Okay. So the perfect Saturday is Saturday morning cartoons either... Yeah, what block? What programming block? Okay, so like ABC <laughs> One Saturday morning was your jam a little more? Yeah, yeah. It's it's either Recess is on or Pokemon is on. Okay, so WB, uh, ABC. One of the two. WB, ABC. Yeah. Feel ya? Yeah, that is happening over cereal, which at that age was probably Corn Pops. Um, okay. But if I was to impart my current taste back it would be special k with strawberry mm. if that existed after that we would go and play uh, our soccer our soccer matches on saturdays of course and ideally it's the either the 11 30 a.m slot or the 2 30 p.m slot one for- of the two i forgot we had games that late Dude. Yeah, we also had like 10 a.m. Oh, yeah, because sometimes <laughs> I'd, I have to be mindful of like, shh, I can't eat that much right now. I have a game at 2.30. Yeah. Like, I can't eat that big of a lunch and shit. Yeah, and we'd be like the first ones on the field. Yeah. It was like all like misted and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we do that, and then either lunch immediately follows, or like a late lunch or a hangout with everybody. Um, and then we go out back and we play Snowboard Kids on N64. Oh, nice, man. And then do my homework. And homework on the weekends as a child? Absolutely. Highlands gave you homework on the Always. weekends? What a tyrannical... 100%. What a tyrannical institution. It's what imparted my work ethic. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, my perfect Saturday would have been my mom. I'd usually... I'd get woken up by, like, the smell of bacon. Like, bacon and scrambled eggs. That's, like, my... And, mm, and a side of rice. At the foot of your bed. And I oh, wish. Yeah. I was an only child, but I wasn't on that spoiled. On the little grill. I wish, yeah. But... And then when you get out of bed, you don't step on it by uh, accident. No, no. No Michael Scott shenanigans here, so... Yeah, so bacon, scrambled eggs, and a side of rice because I'm Filipino. Catch up on the eggs because I'm that guy. Have always been that guy, I should say. I didn't really factor in my soccer schedule. Uh, those were fun for sure. Um, just the weekends for me. So always. some, so some, yeah. I guess let's say, yeah, like probably because if we're talking like elementary school up through third grade, yeah, like a soccer game is always kind of there in the mix. Uh, so yeah, let's just mm. say theoretically soccer game, I don't know, probably crash after the game a little or just playing a lot of video games because I had a steady stream or a big, big old zip case of bootleg PS1 games from the Philippines and a modded PS1 mm. that could play those games. And then probably watching watching TV and then up until whatever movie was playing on the Disney Channel that given Saturday night. So that was usually kind of yeah. the end cap. Staying up some more. And that was pretty much it. Pretty chill. Pretty chill taste. Pretty boring. Sedentary. <laughs> Unless I was playing soccer. But that was, yeah. that was more or less my I Saturday. I love that. I do remember one time actually like writing a list on binder paper for my Saturday and folding it up just like it is in the episode. The full the way the the image of just the folded up list just looks so satisfying because you can tell it's, sick. it's like compacted. Yeah. It's not just folded because it but it's like super like intricately yeah like it it secures itself which is which is a really cool image yeah very origami yes like, yeah folded into itself there's there's definitely some of the ones where like you had to fold and then open and then yeah like, yeah where it's yeah absolutely yeah. this is probably one of my and favorite it's on college oh. rule too it's definitely not that's on true rule. that's true so it had a better width I, this is probably one of my favorite like sid teeing up gerald for for another sermon like behold the sacred they documents. make a good pair yeah they make a really good pair, don't they? Yeah. Like, I never forgot that Sid existed, but I kind of forgot his, like, you know, what, what his shtick is yeah. in, involved in the show. Well, he and Gerald make a really good pair. They both have, like, kind of like a smooth cadence to how they speak. Maybe yeah. Sid's a little bit more gruff, but I appreciate it. Because that happens more than once where, where Sid teased Gerald. Oh, no, he's, he's, he's Gerald's, like, MC. They're the, they're the storytellers. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the guy. He he always teased up Gerald for the urban legend or whatever. He teased up Stoop Kid, too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that's this is kind of the second time we see that, that he's he kind yeah. of, like, warms hypes. He's, like, Gerald, he's Gerald's hype man. That's that's what it is. But he also says, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy! I want to spend the entire morning boy, watching howdy. cartoons. He's in a, He's one of the little ants in A Bug's Life. Did you catch that? Shut up, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one who's always like, he's the one who's always being super mean about uh to Dot or like calling her like Spot or like, like my dad doesn't think so. No, my dad says you're probably gonna die like before you even leave the island, <laughs> like before you even get to the city. Or I think that's him. <laughs> There's like the two boy ants who are always with Dot. Yeah, so he's he's yeah. one of them. But I think yeah, and uh, I I do like Sid. Well, I mean, I think all the character designs super strong, but I think for me just the visual of like Sid's like popsicle stick looking nose. It's like, Oh, that's exactly what that kid mm. sounds like. That kind of 
ras- kind of raspy, a little nasally. Like you can tell, he kind of like talks through his nose a lot. Yeah, he just he looks the way that he sounds, or he sounds the way that he looks, and like so. I, I always like yeah. appreciated that about Sid. But this is like that's like Sid kind of has two modes. It's again, it's Gerald's MC slash hype man, or he's like he may actually give Curly a run for his money later in the show in terms of his like obsessive qualities, his more yeah. his obsessive qualities, yeah. his his kind of like des kind of like. The obsessiveness of Curly mixed with like Harold's occasional like desperation. Yeah, you know, a lot of these characters are very desperate people. But, it's, but again, we haven't seen that yet. So it's yeah. nice to just get this like drip feed of like, oh, this is what they're like kind of optimally <laughs> like when everything's cool yeah. and they're they're in their <laughs> this is them in a good life. their element. You know, like Arnold is definitely the one who's on the ropes for this entire damn episode. Yeah, suck it, Arnold. Harold, yeah, just Arnold. His uh, his little his optimism is on full display throughout, but at the tippy top, like tomorrow's gonna be one of those days that memories are made of, and I'm just like, oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> like, yeah, you're probably never gonna forget this day, <laughs> but yeah. perhaps not for the right reasons. Uh, so I think maybe we could just go because it's just like set piece after set piece of shit going wrong. The only way to cover this episode adequately is to just take it one part, one chronological, scene, for chronological. Sure. So let's. Number yeah. one, number one on the list. He's awake, and yeah, just I do miss. I don't think we get Arnold yelling like this. This original Arnold voice actor, the, like we don't get that range of emotion from. I think any of the other like uh, subsequent Arnolds. So I just want to give Lane Torrin his flowers for that. So item one, sugar chunk cereal. I love the music. I love the music cue. This little mm. saxophone thing, but yeah. like it's so bouncy, but it's like it's okay. He's still trying to get it done. What would you rather try? Would you rather eat sugar chunks or prune bran? <laughs> prune bran for the box the alone. If somebody made this, if yeah. somebody like made this box, I would gladly buy it. I would gladly buy that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, does he have? Does the old man have an underbite? Or I don't really understand what's happening <laughs> with him. I think he's he's biting his lower lip while he tries to uh, be regular. Okay, maybe maybe he's maybe brand, he's like likely. the prune brand is already yeah. going to work on him. See what I think this is 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 a uh, prune brand might be prescription right for people that have the same <laughs> issue as our okay as our box model here. Yeah, um, and and Grandpa <laughs> goes to the bathroom a lot as we know. Yeah, absolutely. Can you make out what it says on the now bigger? Let me see something of prune. Yeah. Uh, now bigger bigger chunks of prune hunks or ah, chunks so also chunks yeah hunks chunks hunks and chunks one of the two yeah yeah, yeah sugar chunks here looks gross it looks like literal brown sugar cubes it, that, it does no, in in my head i thought they i thought they were squares so i'm like oh in my real life equivalent would be like cinnamon toast crunch or something but they are just yeah. cubes of no, brown sugar cubes. upon re- revisiting yeah. the the mascot, little boy mascot on the box looks Holy terif- sh- He's tweaking hard. He's cracked up. He's, <laughs> he's got the. He's got the like um. He he looks like he looks like eyes where it like does multicolors. My dog. He like, look he looks like he itself. looks like Judge Doom at the end of fucking Who Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like not just oh any Doom. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Eddie. Yeah, like that whole bit. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not a fan. He's also is he double fisting spoons or is his other hand a claw? Uh, let's his right hand. Oh no, he's he's like he's fiending. His 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 right hand. <laughs> he's he's like more. He's he's making a talon because his hair is shaped like an eagle. But he does have oh nice, very good pull. But uh, but he does have some manners because he does have a napkin tucked into his neck. 
or tucked into his shirt. <laughs> I just love the, yeah. I just love the visual of uh, of Grandpa so <laughs> asleep in in his bowl. <laughs> he has, can tell yeah. he's, <laughs> Well, maybe he probably. Well, he finished he finished the sugar chunk, so he's probably sugar crashing. Maybe he got the three yeah. bowls in before Arnold could. Yeah, and did he also drink the same curdled, gross-ass milk? Yeah, because his line delivery doesn't really uh, tell you one way or the other on, like, either that milk's gone bad or they found a whole new way to make cottage cheese. (laughs) Disgusting. It's pretty bad, yeah. And just, like... Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I... uh, And it's supposed to be, like, what, three bowls of sugar chunk while watching Saturday morning cartoons? I guess... Yeah, while watching. Yeah, he was supposed to multitask. So he already, like, screwed up from the jump. I yeah. mean, he was, like, ping-ponging back and forth, like, closing the fridge with his foot, which I've been known. I've done that, too. But, yeah, so that was already a bad sign. Yeah. Arnold, your preparedness is Good not catch. really there. You, <laughs> you're you hoping for the world to just be centered around you and for everything to be prepared and gone to plan. And you didn't even lay out this to your grandpa, like, hey – Maybe don't eat my box of sugar chunk cereal because I'm planning on having the Saturday where it's, it's a pretty pivotal start, Arnold. That's a good point. It's also Arnold. <laughs> Dorman. You just sound like Leslie Man and knocked up Dorman. Dorman. Thank you. That's what I'm going for. Okay, so I was making I sure. I like his little. De- it I sure. love his little dejected lip licking though. He's like, uh, I tried. <laughs> you know, there's that could look dejected, but that could also be a very good meme face. Yeah. For like people that are thirsty that's, that's i do like so maybe that goes into me worthy moment yeah that's a good one for yeah. sure. all right next sec- next <laughs> i'm gonna save that to my phone actually okay. this one is this one deserves meme font Th- that's and pretty I'll good make it for okay let's make it happen make it happen like the white meme it, font I'll you're better you're better you're you're the meme you're 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 the meme like you're the meme expert yeah between the two of us i'm that's chairman always, of the youth council it's always my so young brightly <laughs> that's my that's my blind spot all right Let's shall we move on to cartoons from now till dance craze? I always wondered mm-hmm. what dance craze. Is. So this is where the know. TV this is where the TV literally explodes, and he still tries to click it. <laughs> no! <laughs> I always love the little jingle for whatever cartoon it is, like like mutant robots from outer space spitting bacteria <laughs> that eat your eat your face, eat your face. <laughs> Yeah, I I appreciate that Arnold's an optimist in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's a good moral ground for kids to uh, digest from an episode like this. But but if, but if a, if your he TV gets, ex- he gets pretty mad at that TV, if man. your TV explodes, you you kind of have to just cut your losses, though. You absolutely <laughs> cut your losses and you move on to the next thing. Well, no problem. You say that you watched cartoons. Nobody's gonna. No, yeah, no one's gonna know. Like he could have just lied to everyone. He's alone this whole time, so he could have just lied to everyone else at school. The next, the following Monday. Mm-hmm. But, absolutely. But I just love that. He's like, no problem. I'll use the upstairs TV. Good idea. Except the power's out in the whole house, and you just hear the door slam again <laughs> off screen. <laughs> and quick, uh, quick aside there. Then we get introduced to. Uh, grandma trying to get move the piano into the house and um by uh what i assume is a home moving like a whatever like small mom and pop moving company that is owned and operated by these quadruplets because they're all the exact same guy (laughs) and grandma continually insisting to be on top of the piano while they move the piano in every single version that they're trying to do this yeah not helpful grandma not so much they are all the same guy (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew they were like similar, similar, but I didn't know they it's, were all. The no, exact it's it's same. a copy and paste. It's portly, only wearing overalls, five o'clock shadow, backwards hat. Yeah, kind of <laughs> looks like if like you know like if they flashed forward, uh, like thirty years, like this was what Harold might look like. Some version of this, you know. Yeah. yeah. Again, no. In terms of like Arnold, not entirely. I mean, he's frazzled. You know, it's he's. I, I think he. You know, I think we can assume he goes this whole day without eating because he doesn't even eat the prune brand. So, there's that. Yeah. So he's definitely off. <clears throat> he's definitely off center. He leaves the house. Play catch. Can do. I'll go get my glove. He has to double back to the house to get his <laughs> damn baseball glove. So yeah. it's just like, dude, like get get your shit together. Like, Lack of preparedness. A little bit. Yeah. Like what is what did Chris Pontius say in, in Jackass Forever? Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. <laughs> so but here is Yeah, Arnold yeah. no, he didn't set him up for himself no. up for success here. But this one is just this this vignette might just be the hardest pill to swallow because he has to deal with this like random kid at the park. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. I think I wonder if he's related to the guy who wants to know where's the bus stop though, because they look very similar. He could be. He could be his yeah. son or his brother, and he's just the creepiest thing is they don't animate his lips moving, so he's he's like got that grin. He's like, ah, okay, ah, oh, me. Like it's so off-putting. This guy's a nightmare. It, he for is. It's so like so many reasons. It's, he's like I don't know, dude. It's like he's like a redhead or something like that, or just like some kind of like video game like villain or bad guy or whatever just like like an npc as far as npcs go because you yeah. don't know anything about him. about him is off-putting yeah like his his nose is really like like a not comical cute shape mm-hmm. and his head is shaped like a volcano his eyes are set his super far are yellowed apart. his eyes are set super and they far have apart. eye bags yeah it's, it's, and his pants are really high. It's very, it's it's frightening. It's a very frightening image when you zoom into it. Oh fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh no, here's where it is. Okay, you know, like, and then the the worst, the thing, the other thing is, so he starts off on the, he's sitting on the floor or on the on the grass, right? And he's like, hey kid, you want to play catch? Okay. He gets up. When he gets up, they throw in the fart noise. Did you catch that? Is <laughs> that no. the stock like? Bleh, like bleh. Yeah, that's that's what it is. There's a little more bass to it. So it's just it's it's bad. It's all bad. But and he's very he's very uh very agile. He can like hop a hop a brick wall like like it's he nothing. scaled that wall so fast. Yeah. <laughs> he's waiting to steal somebody's ball. Genuine imitation ball. His triple stitched genuine imitation ball that he got from Mister Green. Yeah, that was probably probably one of them. So perfect, perfectly wasted Con ball right there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Moving on to the steepest hill in the city. This is something I would not be interested in doing. No, anymore. no, no pad. Like, like simple plan. No pads. No helmets. Just balls. No, no, not interested. And it's probably the closest he gets though to like a moment of relief because like he gets that breeze. There's like, okay, this is gonna be fine. We're gonna turn this around. Yeah. I just love the the in betweens. This this truly is the happiest he is throughout the entire episode. So. Yeah, like the the way his face compresses as he's uh, barreling down, barreling down the hill, like, yeah, <laughs> just and there's the the screech. I love just the hard cuts, like yeah, this is amazing, and then the <laughs> coming to a screeching halt in the in the wet tar. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, Arnold being a vandal, you could have seen that from 
maybe like, the top of the hill. Right? You probably know. would have seen like the reflective lights or whatever that happens when people are doing road work a little bit. Like he just leaves yeah. his bike there too. Right. He doesn't he doesn't yeah. take his bike with him. Yeah. No, not at all. Now they have to redo the tar lane. <laughs> okay. Okay, I know I usually do the line readings here, but I kind of really want to hear your <laughs> your um, your take on the next bit where, you know, go to a movie and sit through it three times, which sounds kind of like, a, I don't know how fun that would be, especially if it depends on the movie, no. but... Not interested. No. no, even if it wasn't. Not any of the movies they were showing. Rasta Dog? I mean, that sounds like some, that sounds like Kangaroo Jack or something like that. Like one of those types of movies <laughs> or MVP Air Buds. Like, you know, it was the 90s, like Animal... Live action animal comedies were definitely at its peak at that at that point in time. Mm. So he has his spare change. We don't know what happens between the bike and the movie theater, but he he comes up short. I, he has nothing at all. Um, so I I kind of want to just hear your your reading of this because this this is best is best. I'm gonna paste it in the Discord so you have it to refer to. Yeah, you'll have to send me dialogue. Okay. Thank okay. you. So. Arnold Arnold doesn't have his movie. He doesn't have his money. He can't get into the movie. He states his case, pours his heart out to the very disinterested uh, ticket teller taker at the small movie theater. She's just in one of those like small box box office thingies right in front. It's an old movie theater, and we get this heart wrenching performance. Please, please, lady, listen. I'm having the worst day of my life, and I gotta see this movie. Please, I'll pay you back. <laughs> and just the way he press, very good. Thank you for that. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, just I'm trained. The way he, uh, yeah, just his him pressing his nose up to the glass of the box office. It's, and then, I love that the ticket can be like, <laughs> pulled back yeah. in <laughs> with the same button so too. Good. It's such a middle finger. Yeah. She's not even giving. She's not even giving him the time of day. She's just reading her like teen no. magazine or whatever. His. Uh, I wish she was. I wish she was reading preteen, preteen Miss. I right. Wish. That would have been a great. Yeah. That would have been a great callback. Would have been so good. This is pretty yeah. meme worthy though too. Like I think this of him just like planking in front of the movie theater essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just. He's just a local movie theater that looked like that. I'd be stoked. Yeah. Oh my god. What is that movie poster? Is it just like a flag? Really? Oh, it's like a camping movie. Oh, maybe it's a bush Bushwhacked starring uh, Daniel Stern. That's the only 90s camping movie I know of. And, That's what it is. In yeah, the last absolutely. 20 minutes of uh, Man of the House starring uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor Thomas and Chevy Chase. That's, I mean, really one of my favorite like mid-90s kids movies, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So then Arnold... D- decides that the best idea to do is <laughs> break and enter not to just move on to the next <laughs> the break and enter movie theater <laughs> god damn it arnold your breath your breath stink wow what'd you do that my for? note is okay arnold sneak into the movie theater question mark question mark question mark not a good boy are we <laughs> your breath stinks <laughs> like I couldn't understand. Was this, like was this a new movie? It's like or like a I guess an older movie because it then it's some like it looks like some like Casablanca shit, and then it turns into like a monster movie at, at the beginning. And mm-hmm. I don't know how worth it it was for him to like fall through the ceiling. A do gri- what was his plan to fall? Hopefully, fall directly into an empty seat. But it was very flimsy. Like hope maybe I, I, I feel like he should have just left the uh, the projectionist booth and then gone into the auditorium because it, it's only it looks like it's just the one or maybe it's two auditoriums. But 
I do just like yeah. the, the facial drawings we get here of uh, oops, uh, the drawings here of him kind of quivering in the duct, and then just like the tongue sticking out when he falls when he lands in the seat. So, how much in property damages has Arnold racked up so far? You think property damage? So we have the um, yeah. the tar. That's probably like uh-huh. tens of thousands or some shit. Because like it's, it's got it's, civic, it's gotta be in civic that stuff. Yeah, I'd I'd say he probably racked up like twelve thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars in damages I'm, I'm no civic absolutely because they, civic, civil they gotta engineer, replace but... the ventilation yeah oh true yeah no well the, the projection thing's not his fault that that was just i don't know the projectionist was sleeping that, on yeah, the job that's not his that's fault. not on him i really want to watch phantom of the megaplex now though i haven't seen that movie in so long <laughs> what's nice is grandma and grandpa are actually both really prominently they play really integral parts mm. in both of these episodes and i know we haven't gotten to the next part yet but I think it's safe to say that this is just like one of the most the best grand grandparent moments. Like grandma just comes in with with her song with don't look you know don't look away look up. It's just so it is so nice. Mm. It's it's really it's a good one. It's a great melody and slaying the keys. Yeah, for sure. There's a there's a there is a video on a uh, Craig Bartlett's Instagram too of him. He like yeah once once in a while he'll just like post a video of himself on an acoustic guitar and he's just like playing all of these Hey Arnold songs and it's like you can transpose all this mm-hmm. to the guitar and it's like oh of course you can but it's definitely just nice just the chord progression on this is just so nice so it's so it's not overly schmaltzy we're having like like oh there's a car accident involving this uh, clown car full of balloons and all the clowns are being arrested too yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this, yeah, I think this definitely becomes it. This this melody actually comes back around later, and I think it's kind of essentially like that's it. The set, it's like the unofficial theme kind of for the grandparents, or at least the Arnold's relationship with his grandparents, which is really nice. Mm. But yeah, it's it's really nice. And then Arnold, then we learn Arnold can play the harmonica, which isn't the last time we yeah. see him do that. Yeah, street cred back for killing it on the harmonica. So ultimately, ultimately, it's yeah. It's ultimately he just has a really nice moment with his grand grandma on the roof and it's like it's okay mm-hmm. he tried <laughs> he gave it a, he gave it a shot yeah he went outside he, he left he, the house he blames the universe instead of himself yeah which i would argue that at least half of today's failure was his own lack of preparedness so when he delivers the line blah blah blah, blah i hate my dumb life i'm down <laughs> and i had a bad day nothing went right i hate my dumb life i'm down you had a bad day taking one down seeing a sad song <laughs> I think it was the same cadence. Good point. I think like the main thing though too is like because I know people do this. They're like, oh, you put your phone, you put your clock away from you, so you have to get up out of bed. Like it's never been a problem with him. Like he didn't. It's just weird that he has like a regular battery operated clock for this one. They're like the most jarring thing is like there's no potato clock. <laughs> All because he didn't set it. I think the clock. Yeah, the clock is really Arnold. where it starts. <laughs> it's really where it starts. So it's okay. You can yeah. try it again. It's a it's a ring situation. Like the only way to avoid the curse is to pass it on to someone else. So he does the right thing mm. by folding the list into a paper plane and sending it on its way. So it's it's someone else's problem now. Yeah. I also just I I don't know if I would enjoy that. Oh, we froze. Saturday, even if uh-huh. it did go right. Yeah. What makes you say that? Oh, I don't know. Like three bowls of cereal seems like beyond the like comfortably full <laughs> that's beyond the debt recommended um, serving size for sure yeah and then you have to ask yourself if you're making room to scale the steepest hill ride the steepest hill play catch with every kid in the park which leaves room for a lot of variables how many kids are going to be there mm-hmm. and then oh yeah three movies every kid in the park Good back God. to back yeah right 
That's yeah. too much. Like, <laughs> you start having to pace yourself from the very beginning. Like, yeah. are you trying to fit three bowls into one 30-minute cartoon? Or mm-hmm. are you spacing it out like a bowl per episode? Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, it's just your access to getting up the steep hill, riding said steep hill. True. Returning your bike, because unless there's bike racks outside of the movie theater. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This doesn't seem... It's not sustainable. Oh, you froze there, like Sean. Like a fun Saturday. Okay. I wouldn't have a good time, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it's not It's not as sustainable as it should be. Like, as an adult, I'm like, I'd pick one of these things. And for me, it's like, now as an adult, my perfect Saturday is like, folding laundry, like, do and fold laundry, that's pretty successful. Maybe watch one movie and just, like, make sure I'm well-fed and I'm, like, satisfied off of that. My expectations are a lot lower and I think a lot more attainable, <laughs> so... I think yeah, it's just I think the the uh, the moral I think is managing expectations. I would say. And not expecting the universe to bend over backwards for you. That's because you're such a nice guy and you help people all the time. I'm kidding. He's fine. He's his heart's in a good place. Oh, Arnold is a nice guy. He's the guy that like trolls on Reddit and he's like, oh, why don't why don't girls go for nice guys? Why doesn't Ruth like me? He's so Ruth, kind Ruth and altruistic. Oh my god. So are we are we are we is this the new thing Arnold's in incel? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay, okay. But that's 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 a, it's, that's a it's big It's funny leap. to go into my incel voice, so I <laughs> Fair enough. I'll, I'll write it when it This is all this appeals. is all this is all purely in jest. <laughs> let's just, just just let's just make sure that that is well known. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. It is. <laughs> totally. Sweet lord. Okay. I'm getting... Let's go to the next... Let's talk about the next episode, please. <laughs> yes, Michael. Okay. All right. So, I'm getting really sweaty. That's what I get for not wearing a tank top. Um, episode... Take your shirt off. Oh, my God. It takes too much time. So episode 8. So, for the listeners, I can give you a detailed explanation of what's happening as I look at my... Across God. The room. As I'm reading Sorry. the okay. episode description... Episode 8, Part B, Haunted Train. Again, actually, this is the first time I'm seeing two episodes back-to-back written by the same guy. Uh, so, Or, <laughs> never mind, my bad. Uh, this is actually the same writer as Vacant Lot, Josie Norizio, uh, directed by Tuck Tucker and Julie Murphy Hashiguchi. On a boring summer night, Grandpa Phil tells Arnold and his friends... <laughs> the Ocho, yes. Tells Arnold and his friends the tale of the haunted train... Curiosity gets the best of Arnold, Gerald, and Helga, so the three go to the abandoned railroad tracks to look for it. This is a highlight of season one as far as Grandpa Phil goes. Again, you get mm. you get Dan Castellaneta, you use get you use Dan Castellaneta and his full powers of just voice acting, vocal delivery, just this this is Homer Simpson, y'all. You can't even tell it's Homer Simpson. Like it's freaking amazing and grandpa's just as distinct and i i would say almost just as iconic in his own right as far as like cartoon father figures absolutely yeah also just like wily kind of like it's kind of fucked up that he's telling this story just because the kids are bored and they played all the game every card game in the house and whatever all the board games Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i could have just copy and pasted the whole i should have copy and pasted the whole monologue but just it's pretty messed up. It's so crazy. All the way. You went all the way down. To Midtown? Midtown? Downtown? All the way downtown. Oh! Wow. <laughs> wow. He went all the way to the South Pole? <laughs> like, some say it smells Grandpa, like... Grandpa, like, 
Yeah. Some say it smells like rotten eggs, but I'll tell you what, it's the smell. It's the smell of socks. No, fire and brimstone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these are moments where you recognize that they're they're children. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So was it was it irresponsible for Grandpa to have told? I mean, actually, yeah, he's like, well, you're not bored, right? Like so, like. Like, got you out of the house. Like, was it irresponsible for Grandpa to have told the story, knowing full well that Arnold would obviously act on this curiosity, subject himself? Because it's pretty messed up. Like, if you really just put yourself in the shoes of Arnold, Gerald, and Helga, this episode's a really messed up experience for them. It's They genuinely think that they have boarded a train and are being transported to hell. Like, that's that's what the episode is. If I put myself in Grandpa's shoes, and I'm telling, like, I'm choosing my haunted story to tell, knowing that there may be some kind of, like, sense of adventure that I'm appealing to, right. this one feels pretty, pretty safe for me. Okay. Because... That's true. Either, A, you believe full well that there's no haunted train that goes directly to hell, dot, 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 we'll see you later. Or, B, if it is real of some degree, or mm-hmm. there's some kind of, like, Mythbusters thing here. Right. You know that trains aren't going to, like, just be unattended. Right? Okay, like, that's true, that's true. Like, you have ghost like, trains and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. I feel like this is a pretty safe one versus, like, <laughs> something that's like, oh, if you go to the top of this hill and, like, run down at full speed blindfolded, then Okay, blah, that's like, fair. There's no direct appeal to yeah. danger. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a, it is a controlled environment. Like they are gonna get spooked, but it is it's okay. It's like, it's it's like the Silence of the Lambs, Jackass in Jackass Forever. Like they were in control of this. Yeah. <laughs> this is is it is yeah, it over? Absolutely. Is it over? <laughs> <laughs> we got put in fear, darkness, and basically tortured for thirty minutes. <laughs> but... It's the most scared I've ever been. <laughs> What is it? What is it? Aaron and Dave's exchange. Like, I just need to know you're there. Are you there? Are you here with yeah. me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. At least they had each other. Like, at least he knew he wasn't gonna go alone and whatnot. Okay, so yeah. fine, fine. Those two are each other's safety blanket. They really sure. are. Like, so just as Arnold and Gerald. And it's it's better than I, I see this. I see this as kind of a. People always talk about spiritual sequels, but we never really talk about spiritual prequels. I see this as kind of mm. a spiritual prequel to Weez and Ed where they get really mm. curious about this, like, urban legend, and they decide, like, to go t- check it out for themselves as a group. And yeah, they get kind of, you know, they just have to deal with whatever the reality of the situation actually is, you know. I didn't realize, though. I mean, like, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's a normal thing for this show, right, is yeah. to explore. Yeah, that's a good point, just the, that uh, exploration limits, and, yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. And Helga must be a Ghostbusters fan because she, like, asks for physical evidence, infrared photography, Ectoplasmic samples, visible energy fields. Nerd alert. She was probably very excited to be touching noses with Arthur. Not Arthur. Sorry. I'm also watching Arthur. I've alluded to this before. Uh, Arnold. But they get a little Eskimo Mm. kiss action going here. Yeah, she gets a whole episode with him in, like, Dire Straits. That's true. It's uh, it's the speed. I forget what what the... like phrases for it but it's that like you know it's like speed it's like sandra bullock encounter reads like suspension bridge effect yeah they get this whole yeah it's they, like they go through this stressful situation together and it's supposed to like bond you more and shit right like that's the that's the phenomenon yeah, absolutely that's, like, because conceived. there's only one way through exactly yeah yeah <laughs> so then we get uh yeah the nice continuity i you know gerald's got a, gerald's a blues man little blues man in training i love that little mm-hmm. i love that little song the little blues song that yeah he's killing it arnold is going with the 
they're, yeah, the way they're locking in with each other, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, feel it, baby. Like, I've done a bad thing. Cut my brother in half. <laughs> I was a 12-year-old boy know about the blues. I reckon I might. <laughs> Not bad for your first time. And then I think this is the first time we get, uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, funny just moments of them. Like, you hear the theremin and the song. Like the, okay, like I will say mm-hmm. probably the best. Besides just kind of the horror imagery and just how, for example, with I love this shot here of the train pulling into the platform and the kids. Mm. It looks like the fucking poster to the Polar Express, but like the horror version of it. Yeah. The kids are just yeah. absolutely dwarfed by this train. Like everything looks so much bigger all of a sudden, the scaling of the platform and, and everything mm-hmm. like that. It's just like, yeah, it's like the Hogwarts Express to hell, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. And black the, and red, too. Yeah. The theremin going Which are pretty off. standard train couples or colors, but... True. Yeah. But just this particular way, it's... Yeah, the particular mix of it just it looks so imposing. Menacing. Uh, yeah, right, menacing. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah, I think this... Mm-hmm. In terms of sort of, like, being kind of a mini deep dive into a genre, like, this is a nice kind of, like, horror suspense bent going into yeah. it, you know? The angles with the bats flying over them, too, mm-hmm. like, the, the quick, like, pull in and pull out mm-hmm. on their, their faces that's, that, with the racked angles. That's some Sam Raimi shit. That's, it's like, it's mm-hmm. that's Evil Dead right there for you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, I yeah, think just the way the, the way Jim, like, they, there's there's pretty much no, like, urban smooth jazz to be heard in this episode because Jim Lang just goes all in with, like, the, like, operatic... Yeah, Danny Elfman esque horror horror bent the, the use of like the theremin yeah. and the big horns like the big more like brassy instrumentation and everything and the like really like otherworldly stuff going on. It's very stressful. It's it's very stressful. They have no idea what's going on. They're like they're stuck and you know like we're we're victims of forces we can't possibly comprehend. Like it's yeah. I mean they choose to get on the train they man. do they do but then on you know at least their own agency man if uh of all the things that happen i think brainy finally gets named in this episode i realized like they go this whole way this mm-hmm. whole time without actually naming him but it's yeah this shot i forgot how funny this is just this yeah you're <laughs> just poking out of <laughs> Of the shadows, and it's 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 like the Exorcist. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what they're going for. Absolutely, yeah. And he gets tossed, man. Like, and they're they're all over it. It's not even like Helga opens the compartment. Gerald opens the the, the door so Harold so Helga can uh, can toss toss him out. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. What was Brandy just, doing? Why is he there? Uh. I don't know. It's very Beavis and Butthead esque. It's just like very unassuming. He like he never really just wants. He never is trying to really bother anyone. He's just he's just kind of he just wants to be included. I think. So so yeah. give, just giving Brainy his flowers in this episode. I think the only addition I would have made to the music is a would have been again a nice another nice callback is a, if they just recycled the lockjaw music that. <laughs> like as they go into the zone of darkness, they're like, "Next stop, you know." Yeah, uh, you're pointing down. <laughs> yeah, that could have been a real good use there. I I really feel that this episode was just written so they could just cap it off with, like, "Hey, I got this really like sick, like bouncy country blues number. Can we can we just write an episode mm-hmm. in order to use it?" It sounds like the True Blood theme a little bit or something, but. 
That's pretty cool. Mm. Like I was really actually tried to actually tried to listen to it, but yeah, just like the, the that walking bass line was pretty cool. I think more so just the kids spiraling out. You know, this isn't my I, I appreciate this episode. It's not my favorite, but like just I do appreciate mm. just like yeah, the kids are definitely not in control of the situation at all. And they're just no. spiraling out and everything and it's yeah. it's fun. It's just it's just kind of fun to see them like vulnerable. It's just like they're kids at the end mm. of the day. Little shits. <laughs> on the uh, the relief workers train, <laughs> yeah, I guess, and kid. punking on the guys. <laughs> accordion I backwards. know, like Polka's pretty fun, man. Like I, I can appreciate Polka. It was like torture. <laughs> I thought my eardrums were going to explode. Oh boy. Yeah, this was a you get what you get episode. Yeah, it's just like it is what it is. It's like. And, Take mm. take with that what you will. But okay, so again, I think the main thing is just like manage. The main lesson here is just manage your expectations, um, mm. and prepare. Be prepared. Yeah, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So the next next week's episode or the next episode you'll hear us talk about is uh, mugged and roughing it. Episode nine. Again, I think you're gonna have a little more of an opportunity to like shit on Arnold here. Thank you. As needed, so you can do that. Or take take Arnold to task. That's the nice way of putting it as well. So mm. holding mm. Arnold accountable. Just because you're the protagonist doesn't mean that you're always the good guy. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Main <laughs> character syndrome Arnold. That's <laughs> Arnold Arnold the red pill. And quite a pill <laughs> quite a pill that he is at times. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, folks, uh, we got we got a we got a day ahead of us. I gotta go eat some actual food, do some laundry, make some shrimp toast. Uh, but I got, mm. but also just enjoy it. I will enjoy it, and uh, I'll just remember to not eat raspberries in the process. Never eat raspberries. Have a good one, guys. Mm-mm.